Thank you for joining us on another episode of Extending Extension. Today we have our one of our newest employees, Sophie Farlow. I'm going to let her introduce herself as well as what her role is here in our office. I'm sure she could be of great service to you if you just want to give her a call or an email or stop by just to meet her. I'm sure she'd love to meet any of you. So Sophie, if you will, introduce yourself and tell us what you do here. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for uh, having me on. So my name is Sophie Farlow. I am the new local food systems agent here in Randolph County. Um, I am a native of the county, grew up here uh, just right up the road in Sophia. No, I'm not named after my town, but it is always a really great namesake uh, no matter where I end up. So my role in this new position is really focusing on connecting producers and consumers in the county to strengthen our local food system, to really focus on the food access issues and underserved individuals within our community, just allowing them the opportunity to have, you know, access to fresh local foods and healthy foods at that. So just a little bit about my background. I have a pretty strong agriculture background. My grandfather started a dairy farm in 1956. So I grew up on the farm um, until we sold, and then I was still really involved with row crops and gardens and all the things. Got really involved with FFA and decided that agriculture was a passion of mine that I wanted to do for the rest of my life and share with other individuals. So I went to NC State, graduated in spring of 2020. Go Pack. Yes, with him. <laughs> go back with my Bachelor of Science in Extension Education, a concentration in agriculture and natural resources, and a minor in leadership in agriculture and life sciences. That is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. How do you even remember what all you have? It, you just uh, saw it so many times and, <laughs> and have had to say it when introducing myself, so it just kind of is bundled up together. But okay. in short, Extension Education. Um, is my main degree yeah and it has so many of those words because extension itself is so many words and so many things yeah uh, very multifaceted diamond absolutely yeah and so you know after i graduated with my bachelor's i really wasn't quite ready to leave wolfpack country yet so i stayed and continued on to get my master's so i graduated this past may so spring of 2022 with my Master of Science in Agricultural and Extension Education and graduated and came here just pretty much right off the bat. So I graduated in May, started here in July. Yes, and Sophie is not a stranger to our office. No. She was once our intern and by our standards, for those who had the experience of her being here, was the top notch. She was the standard in which all interns were held to afterwards. The one we had this past summer was wonderful, but we're happy we get to keep Sophie that she is with us till whenever, yes. you know, um, the tides may turn, but till whenever we are definitely happy to have her here. And also Sophie, just a little 4-H plug, even mm -hmm. though you were not necessarily a club member, you were heavy in the FFA, yes. which is, like a cousin to 4-H, if you will. You're also a particular champion. Yes, I am. So I, I was in 4-H um, 
for a little bit while I was younger and then kind of transitioned. I kind of came into it a little bit later on uh, 4-H-wise, so I kind of aged out pretty quickly. Um, But one of my, I would say, biggest accomplishments in 4-H was winning grand champion with my um, youth market turkey show or during the youth market turkey show uh, for my turkey at the state fair so yeah what year was that 2014 2014 mm-hmm. all right and so if you don't know anything about how that operation works is you raise up the turkeys the turkeys come from nc state you sign up we get them for you you raise them up mm-hmm. you bring your best bird to the state fair and you show it and if you are the grand champion at the end, they they auction off your bird. Yes. And it doesn't go for just regular market prices. You know, no. it's not your turkey you're going to buy at Thanksgiving, you know, for $30 in the grocery store. How yep. much did your turkey bring? $9,500. $9,500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I remember hearing like 6,000 and I don't remember anything after that. I remember, so they put your, so your birds in a cage and on this little cart. And I remember pulling, you know, the cart out of the little arena and I looked to the side and my dad's eyes were like the size of saucers. And I was like, oh my gosh, how, you know, how much did it end up going for? And they told me and, you know, I really couldn't believe it, but that's a, that's a really fantastic opportunity. I wish I would have gotten involved in it sooner than what I did. I think I was only able to do it three years, I believe, before I aged out. So um, that's a that's a good little plug. If anybody, you know, wants some of that experience, I think it's a great thing for anybody to try. Absolutely. And, and that just is a testament to some of the businesses um, in our area, maybe not here locally in Randolph County, but maybe in the Raleigh area or just somewhere in North Carolina a testament to how they value the youth of North Carolina and what they're doing and ag in general. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you really see it when you look out and see all the people there that are there to support young individuals in agriculture. I mean, you truly see it when you look out and just see like so many big business people and, you know, they're there to support those individuals. So it's, it's definitely, you know, inspiring and enlightening to to think about the future um, of agriculture with those individuals. Yes, and if you're interested, the state fair is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So check the schedule, show up, see what it's like. Maybe you or your family, um, you know, you have youth in your family that might would want to participate in that because we do those orders in February. Mm-hmm. So you have to get those in as soon as possible. But we'll talk more about that when we actually talk to the 4-H folks. But today is about you and your local foods and some of the things that you've yes. been working on. So one of the things that you took over mm-hmm. um, when you came, because it's in your wheelhouse, right. is the Visit NC Farms app. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that our previous horticulture a- agent, Annie, who we adored and we miss greatly, um, but we're excited about the new person that'll be coming along. You'll meet him in a few weeks. But um, you kind of took that on and you're still learning about it, but yes. we have a good gist of how it operates and how it could be beneficial mm-hmm. to the uh, our business owners, our ag business owners that, that, you know, dabble or their whole business model is agritourism. Also um, for just the consumer. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a two-way app. Um, so if you will, just kind of tell us a little bit more about 
how that is, how does one go about, you know, getting this app, mm -hmm. all the things that are, that we need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just to kind of give you a quick rundown of a little bit more of what the Visit NC Farms app kind of is. So it, it really connects individuals to their surrounding communities. So just by using, you know, your cell phone, residents, visitors, anybody can find farms that are close to them with all kinds of products and activities and, you know, all these different things that may interest them. And so, you know, it might be farms, farmers markets, local restaurants. I think we even have some like farm stays where you can go and, you know, stay on the farm uh, for the weekend and they offer like different things. So it's really neat um, from a kind of a producer and a consumer standpoint. Um, we'll talk about producers first as far as how to use it. We have different assets and I'll preface that Randolph County is a part of the heart of NC region. So it's us, Guilford County, Alamance, and Chatham. So we all make up the heart of NC. And we share these different assets. Um, so I think within our county, we currently have 20 different assets that we can that we can use so that meaning producers um, so they can come in and they can say you know i really would like to be involved in the app and it's just a really great place for you to have all of your correct information because i know from you know someone who looks up things on google and the hours may not be correct the website might may not be correct pictures may be you know not in date so the app really serves for producers for them to be able to put all of their products, all of the information straight in there. And if you're interested, you know, please reach out. Um, we'll talk about there is a small fee to that to be involved um, as a producer. But as a consumer, it is completely 100% free. And I actually use it for, you know, me personally outside of my job and my position. I use it just to kind of see what's going on in the community. Um, so if you're interested in that, just simply go to the App Store. You can download it. One of the really neat features that the app has, it has a map where you can actually click on, see your location, and then see all of the different things surrounding you, no matter where you are in North Carolina. So it's not just for our region here within the Piedmont, but you know there are things from you know, the way western part of our state to the eastern part of the state as well. So it's just kind of this one really neat location for you to be able to search out and find local food, local products, local handmade things, whatever it may be. So, you know, when we're thinking about coming up on the holidays, this kind of season when people are kind of wanting to get out a little bit more, it's fall, you know, orchards, apples, all of those good things download this app and kind of check out and just see what is offered around you in your area. And maybe for traveling too, it's a great place to be able to find those different, those different products while you're kind of away from your, your home and kind of your normal. So it's a really great opportunity for both producers and consumers. So if you're interested, uh, definitely feel free to contact me if you have any questions um, and download the app, just kind of play around with it and, and see what you like about it. Yeah, and the app is free, right? Yes, it's yeah, it's one hundred percent free. Yeah, on Apple, um, mm -hmm. 
what, what do they call it? Apple, the app store. Yeah. App store. <laughs> had a little brain moment the app store mm -hmm. and the Android play store. Yes. Correct. Look at me. All right. So free. So yes. you can't beat that. No. Cannot beat that. All it takes is some memory on your phone. Mm -hmm. And, and the good thing is, is every county has an admin like I am for the app. So it means that everything is up to date. So you know when you go and look at the farm or the store, whatever page it is, you know that that information is correct as far as hours, websites, phone numbers, things like that. So that's one really, really nice thing that you don't have to worry about, um, you know, if you just Google things. Yeah, that's super helpful. Uh, so as far as just in Randolph County, do you um, have a, a list or somewhat of a list of some folks that participate in this that you can just on that app find out information about what they have going on this weekend, next weekend, um, you know, however far out they plan things, you know, um, who all do we have that participate in this? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a list and this is um, a good point to mention that as well. There are notifications that randomly pop up throughout the week that, you know, individuals will set up notifications saying, you know, hey, this weekend we're having this kind of sale or our apples are in. So that'll take me into our assets. And we currently have uh, several assets and I'm just going to go ahead and like list them all for you. We have the Archdale Farmers Market at Creekside Park. We have the Ashboro Downtown Farmers Market. Cedar Hill Family Farms, Eastern Randolph Farmers Market, the Liberty Farmers Market, Lindbrook Heritage Estate, Millstone Creek Orchards, Millstone Manor, Ozark Acres Regenerative Farm, and Spillman's Christmas Tree Farm. So those are all of our assets that we currently have in Randolph County. And if you are a producer and are interested, we can definitely add you to our asset list uh, to, to make you one of these. Um, yeah, so so throughout the week, all of these assets, uh, they push out those notifications and you're kind of able to kind of see what's going on for the weekend. Maybe you want to plan a weekend, you know, out with family or friends um, at an orchard or a farm. This is a really great opportunity for that. Um, it's a great way to stay connected to local farms around you. So definitely download the app. And when you do, obviously you want to allow it. I know Apple, I, I have Apple products you kind of have to take that extra step sometimes with an app and tell it that you are allowing the push notifications so that you do yes. get those things because you don't want to miss out on a sale, right? Don't want to miss out on that. Everybody wants to save a little bit of money, but if you don't know about it, then you're going to miss out. Yeah, absolutely. You have some serious FOMO. I know. Don't yeah. want that. Yeah, especially, you know, getting this time of year when the, when the weather really starts turning nice. Uh, it's a great time just to kind of check out, check out what's around. So just, yeah. just even talking about this has my mouth watering for one of those um, slushies from Millstone. The, oh, yeah. the iconic, mm. yes, apple cider slush. Oh, why do you even say the name? That no. made it worse. They're so good if you've never had one. And I'm not just promoting one business over another. But honestly, if you've never had one, yeah. drive to Millstone. ASAP and get you one. Yes. It's delicious. I mean, it may be what, you know, brought me back to Randolph County and Extension because I was, I was introduced to it as an intern um, going out yeah. there to the orchard and, you know, every time we were out there, you had to get one. 
Um, so, you know, but it is great to be back, you know, um, that was always one of my, my dreams as, you know, uh, I guess I can say young professional now, um, is to come back to the county and, and serve the individuals that, you know, made me who I am today. So it's really great, great to be back in this community and see a lot of familiar faces and good to be home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are thrilled to have you and I'm thrilled also, even though we did not know each other, I'm a wee bit older than her, just a little. <laughs> we both grew up in that tiny little town of Sophia. I know. And, you know, there's just not a lot of us. Not at all. <laughs> so yeah. It's nice to have a, a hometown girl here with me. Exactly. It's tiny and, and you'll blink. If you blink, you'll miss it. We do have one stoplight. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know where Sophia is, it's just south of like Archdale High Point area. Yeah. Um, in the upper part of the county. Yeah. And in two words. Caraway Speedway. Yep. Yep. Caraway Speedway. <laughs> we are known for Caraway Speedway. Yes, exactly. I can I can hear them from my house in the summers. Yes. That used to be the what lulled me to sleep as a little when I know that I remember being scared of them the first time I really recognized it, you know, because mm -hmm. when you're little, you have kind of an early bedtime. And I remember waking up during, you know, the, the cars running and I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> and I remember going to my grandma's room and I was like, what is that noise? Mm -hmm. And of course she was like, oh, it's just the race cars. Yeah. <laughs> but I had no away. idea. But, you know, not long after that, we spent many a Friday or Saturday night at the racetrack. Mm -hmm. Um with my grandpa so great memories yeah, yeah so not a lot to do in sophia nope but you better say it right lots of yes there is a correct <laughs> way to say it um yes there is <laughs> moving on that was a tangent but <laughs> worth it it was worth it yes um so yeah on that list sophie honestly growing up here randolph native as well i was not aware of even some of those that you listed out so kudos to them yeah. yeah get that get that recognition it's very low cost advertising really it is and yes. not a lot of um not a lot of work on their end we we do a lot of work for them nope yep um i get you know emails every week all you have to do is send me all the information i can keep you know your page up to date i can push out notifications for you or you can even say hey just watch my facebook page and if there's anything that's coming up just go ahead and push that out for me and I'd be more than happy to do that. So there is, there's not a whole lot of work from your side. Um, it's something that we take care of and, you know, it lets people know about you. So yeah. it's a great opportunity. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of communication. All right. So Sophie has also had a heavy hand because we are, <laughs> we are forehead deep in yes. planning out our new center, which we've talked with uh, our director, Kenny Sharon, about recently. But she has definitely um, been a great asset and travel partner in visiting commercial kitchens and the food hubs to, to make sure that we stay on the right track so that we can provide the best place for you guys, the citizens of Randolph County. We mm -hmm. want this to be a space that you're proud of, a space that you will come and use. Um, we hope that you find value in what we're offering because we think it's going to be a great asset. Um, so we we want you to be proud of this space. And Sophie has been working very hard to make that a reality. So 
with that, there's still some confusion. Like, what does commercial kitchen mean? Mm -hmm. What in the world is a food hub? Like, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I, I don't even think if we did five podcasts on these, <laughs> we may not cover everything that could be available because yeah. um, the possibilities are great. Absolutely. But if you will, uh, just talk a little bit about what each of those things, what, what the purpose of those things are. Mm -hmm. um, talk about your survey, which got a lot of traction, probably the most our website has seen in quite some time. <laughs> um, and, you know, just the vision of, of how we foresee these places um, being beneficial to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just a little bit about, you know, kind of what we're wanting to do is, you know, creating a space where people can come and cr either create products, sell products to, you know, further strengthen our local food system. So bring it back, you know, towards this way. And, and it's going to be open, um, you know, for kind of individuals, uh, you know, directly around us, but it's still going to be really centrally located to Randolph County. So just a little bit about a food hub. I know that's kind of a, an interesting word that, that some people probably have not heard about, but it's essentially a facility, <clears throat> excuse me, that has all of the encompassing things for a business essentially so you have the storage any processing that needs to happen distribution marketing it's all within one place and the the type of marketplace that we're looking for the type of structure for our food hub is essentially an online marketplace where local producers list the products that they have available so they are the ones that kind of keep that up to date and you can control, you know, what you want to sell at the food hub. Um, and it makes shopping for local foods easy. So you go straight to that one spot. Uh, you, you purchase those products and all the producer has to do is bring those already purchased products to the food hub. And then the consumers can come and pick it up on pickup day. So it's a, it's a really kind of all encompassing, um, facility to where hopefully it creates another another selling place a marketplace for producers and another area for consumers to be able to you know come and and buy things so the our facility is going to have dry cold and freezer storage for producers that sell at the food hub so you don't have to worry about you know um, your lettuce wilting when you bring it to the food hub or you know, you can store your meat in our freezers and, you know, things like that. So it's it's a really neat process and facility that we're really excited to be bringing to our area. The, the food hub that we, you know, have kind of been looking at and kind of, you know, we really like the way that, you know, that they have designed their space and, and the way that they run it. And it's the High Country Food Hub in Boone. And they do kind of this more online marketplace uh, type of thing. Other ones, they do more CSA style. They may do wholesale. But um, we, we have kind of seen that maybe this is a better fit for the individuals in Randolph County. So that's just a little bit about the Food Hub. Um, there is a blurb, you know, within our website that kind of explains it a little bit more. And then as far as the commercial kitchen, it is a space where... 
individuals can come and make value-added products, whether that's bread, jams, jellies, all these different types of things with, you know, the equipment that you need. A range top, stove, you know, oven, like all of these different things that, uh, like big mixers, anything that you're going to need to be able to sell those items. Um, it's, you know, already going to be inspected and everything like that. The only thing that we probably are going to require is a food safety course for you um, as an individual. If you are going to come use the space, that's that's something that we will require. But it's just a really awesome area to where people are going to be able to come and make things and cook and uh, to be able to sell those maybe in the food hub or at the local farmer's market that may not have had that opportunity otherwise. Because if you're like me and my family, we have dogs at home, so we would never be able to do any type of baking or anything like that. So this would allow us to be able to come to the commercial kitchen and actually make things to sell. So yes, because we're not getting rid of our puppies. No, absolutely. They not. are too precious. Yes. So. Um, yeah, you know, the the food hub, I, I too was like, I don't know if I quite understand this concept until we dug a little deeper and visited more mm -hmm. and got more explanation about it all. Um, you know, Kenny had a, a great broad idea and I'm still scratching my head like, what? <laughs> and that's okay. I can be a little ditzy. It's fine. But, um, you know, it wasn't really until Sophie came along and made the survey that I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I can benefit from this. My husband uh, grows sweet corn, you know, um, we just grow a little bit enough to just sell a smidge and, and put some up for ourselves. But, you know, my way of marketing that right now is on Facebook and that's about it. And so it mostly just goes to people I know and, you know, I'm having to bring it here to the office or I'm having to drive here, drive there, meet this person, get yeah. that person. But that's going to eliminate that for me. Absolutely. And I'm excited about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. And, you know, we can kind of put in that we're going to have X amount of, of ears or bushels, however we need to, to, to label it for sale. Mm -hmm. um, however, I don't know, whatever, however it needs to be. We'll be able to say we have X amount yep. ready to go. And mm -hmm. the the website will do the legwork for us and yep. get it sold. And hot dog hallelujah, we'll be in business. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, one, one thing that, you know, I've talked to some producers about already is that, you know, you know when you bring your items to the food hub, they have already been sold. They have already been purchased. So, you know, there's no, you know, questioning of what you're going to be able to sell that day. So, you know, maybe you have X amount of things you're going to sell at the food hub and whatever's left over, you're going to take it to the, to the farmer's market. You know, we don't want this to take away from the market spaces and the other areas, you know, around our county and even outside of our county that, you know, sell things just like this. Mm -hmm. This is just another added opportunity for individuals to be able to sell their products. Yeah, definitely. We we want to enhance what yeah. they're doing, not steamroll what yeah, they're doing. Absolutely. We want to partner, not take over. Yes. Um, so we appreciate everyone that gets up bright and early and hits those farmers markets to to sell their hard work. We yeah. appreciate you all. 
And we're so grateful. We've, I'm, I know I've gotten some very tasty uh, tomatoes and cucumbers mm-hmm. and things like that this summer. I just, I do not have a knack for growing things <laughs> and my husband does not have time, although he does have the knack, thankfully, but um, he just doesn't have the time. And I just, I just was not born with that ability. With a green thumb. I could do a lot of things, but that is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> God did not give me those. Um. So recently, like I said, I had, the survey helped me a lot to understand yes. what all of this meant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you're still taking some survey responses. I am. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about where we can find that and who might need to take that survey? Yeah. So I'll start out. Anybody can take the survey. Anybody, everybody, whether you're a consumer, whether you're a producer, if you're both, this is for everybody to be able to take the survey for us to understand from the food hub perspective and from the commercial kitchen perspective and so it's all in one survey and there are some guiding questions in the beginning that will allow you to kind of see the portions of the survey that you need to see so it's it's already set up Um, so if you're only interested in the kitchen don't worry it's in there if you're only a consumer for the food hub don't worry, it's in there. So everybody, please take the survey. As of right now, we have um, 73 survey results. Woo! So yeah, I'm I'm really happy about that. Uh, would love to see it to 100. So shout out, please take my survey. And, and this will only help us to better understand moving forward. I mean, even up until, you know, the very like open day, this data is still going to help us shape what this needs to be to better serve individuals within the community. So that's great that you have so many responses. And yes, it would be wonderful to hit 100. I wish we could give a prize to number 100. I know. I don't know what we would give them. That's a big number. Like, that's a like a milestone number. Yeah. Hmm. We may have to think on that. But in the meantime, you just take it because maybe you will be 100. And maybe if you put all the information in there, we can contact you if you are number 100 and find something to give you for taking that survey because we we need that that information and only you can get it to us. Yeah, it's it's only going to help us help you in the end. Yeah. So where do we find this survey? Yeah, so you can find the survey uh, in a number of different locations so you can find it on our extensions facebook page it'll take you to the survey it's on my facebook page um, randolph county local foods resource and we also have it on our website there's a big portion um, on our website that talks you know quite a bit about our new building and you know the food hub and commercial kitchen and the survey as well so you can find all of that there within the website so it shouldn't take you long to take the survey so definitely please do it so sophie just this morning you've been partnering with uh our 4-h folks here Mm -hmm. at working on something pretty wonderful yeah uh do you want to tell us about what that is i don't want to mention it because i don't want to take that from her because it's super cool yeah i'm i'm really excited and and really thankful to have been brought on board for that um 
you know, one of, like I said in the beginning, one of my my big passions while I'm here in this role is to create opportunities for everybody. And I mean everybody to have the opportunity to partake in fresh local produce. And so we um, actually were able to get some great money. So 4-H was able to get some great money to start some raised beds over at Ashburn Housing Authority. And so Allison, um, our 4-H agent, was able to uh, kind of pull me on board and and pull me into that kind of realm. Because um, I always kind of joke and say that I'm not professionally horticulture trained, but it's always just been like a personal a personal thing that I've always enjoyed from growing up, um, you know, whether it's plants, vegetables, whatever. So being able to be involved in that and then hopefully end goal is to help, you know, other individuals, you know, whether it's learning where their food comes from or having that resource right there, um, right near where they live to kind of harvest some of that, that fresh local goods. So we have believe it's four raised beds over at uh, HA, Ashburn Housing Authority. We also put in some um, little buckets of pansies just to make it pretty and uh, two tubs of herbs as well. So um, definitely going to pull in, you know, the after school program that uh, Taylor, our new program assistant, uh, is going to, she's already kind of taken that on and, and is going to incorporate that into the, um, the after school program. So it's been awesome to be able to kind of jump on board with that since I, since I am new and really just get started on that and, and to see the impact later on of, of hopefully of what that's going to be. So it's cool. It's, it's really exciting. It's kind of, I guess my first like big project, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the model of extension can be very much teach a man to fish kind of thing. Um, Helping people help themselves. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Or I don't know, like I said, teach a man to fish. However you want to say it, we, we want to help you help you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, And so this is going to be a a great partnership with them. It's going to be a great asset to them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I hope that as these these crops start coming in for them, that yeah. we we bring Jeannie on board, our mm-hmm. FCS agent, and so she can teach them about the best ways to cook it or to preserve it, those yeah. things that she kind of covers because it takes the whole cycle. Yeah. You know, that's um, sometimes when you see some of our, like, Facebook page and stuff like that, you'll see, like, this will represented and that's because it takes all of us to make that wheel and to make it happen and to make it go around exactly and it's just it's a cycle you know learning to plant learning to grow Mm -hmm. learning to cook learning to how to eat you know all those things is important and you can't have one without the other it's no good to grow you know lettuce if you don't know what to do with it although salads that was probably not the best choice (laughs) vegetable (laughs) but um i don't kale yeah, kale. Beets. We planted beets. Beets. Yes, things like yeah. that. Like if you don't know what to do with it once it grows and yeah. and you can harvest it, mm-hmm. what good? What good is it? Yeah, and that was kind of the you know kind of the goal and and in moving forward is to maybe get some of those you know familiar vegetables 
but also throw in like a little bit of a curveball, something that people really may not be familiar with, um, you know, just to kind of introduce those new fun veggies. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and like you said, it, it really does take everybody from the whole spectrum. Like, you know, as of right now, you know, 4-H has been involved. I've been involved when, you know, our new Hort agent comes on, when things start coming in, FCS, like it, it really takes everybody to make a project like that work. It does. And it's cool. It does. Yeah. We are a, a good team here. We work together well and, uh, you know, have a great respect for all the things that everyone does in their own little general areas. But, um, we enjoy working together and yeah. appreciating the will that is this extension office. Absolutely. All right, Sophie. So, um, being you're new here, you have a fresh <laughs> outsider perspective as well as, um, a NC state graduate perspective. Yes. You have just a lot of lenses to look at us through. Yeah. So give us, I ask this of everyone, I can, I will continue to ask this, even when, when you are on podcast 2.0, <laughs> you will be asked this again, because yes. it may change mm -hmm. based on what experiences you have had in between now and then. Yeah. So give us, oh, so for that person who may be listening, who has no idea what we do, give us your best extension elevator speech not what's written on the website <laughs> but your yeah yours i want to hear yours yeah well that's going to be a little bit difficult you know because like i have two degrees in extension so i kind of know you know <laughs> by the books so i'm going to do a little bit of both yeah so um i'll do like kind of my educational like what i have to do you okay know, okay let's hear it. from like a graduate standpoint and then you know i'm going to mix in like personal um experience as well and kind of what drew me back to extension all right and why i'm here i'm excited yeah so be excited yes everybody be excited out there um so cooperative extension you know is a partnership between our two land-grant universities here in north carolina so we have of course nc state and then we have um nc a and t state university over in greensboro so it's a partnership between those two land-grant universities and we have actually an office in all 100 counties of north carolina and then one in the eastern bay of the cherokee indians as well so we are widespread literally from the most western part of the state county most yeah most western part of the state um words are hard today and then the most uh, eastern part of the state as well so we are very widespread and what we do is we take research-based information and disseminate it that's one of my college words that yeah, i learned that's a million dollar word <laughs> it is and you know take it out into the communities and you know be that connection between research between university and individuals within our communities so that was kind of that portion, but I'm going to go into more of personal and what extension means to me and why I've been so drawn to it. Um, and I know this is supposed to be an elevator speech, but it's, it's going to be a little bit of a longer speech. Mm, like a um, love letter to extension. <laughs> it is. I mean, 
you know you can't have two degrees and then like not be a little bit passionate about it <laughs> very true. um you know so from the beginning um i always knew that i wanted to do something in agriculture to be able to share my love and passion for it and i remember there was a turning point for me when i was in high school uh, in ffa we were doing a program um it may have even been concerning like local food something about you know farm to table and i remember asking the question to the individuals that we had and they were they were older individuals and we asked the question you know where does your food come from and there was there was one individual that said oh the grocery store were these like peers older or like older adults no these were older adults okay yeah yeah definitely older adults okay um and so i you know i said okay the grocery store i was like well how does it get to the grocery store they said oh a truck and so i kept probing to see if i could get them to say farm mm -hmm. and it kept going back to a warehouse a truck something and it was that moment it was like a light bulb went off in my head that you know there are a lot of individuals that really don't know where their food comes from and so from that moment it was kind of like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life is to share a what agriculture means to me and what it's done for my family and b just where your food comes from and you know who provides that um so that's that's kind of why I, I got into extension you know went to nc state and you know did these internships and i really realized that extension is something that i love because it combines kind of that research academia but you take that and you take it out into the community and are able to help people help themselves so after you know if we step away, you're still able to continue on with what we were able to, um, you know, teach you. And so all of that information, like I said, it is research based. It's not opinion based. So whatever, you know, we provide to you, it comes, you know, down from university level. It's proven. It's, you know, been through all different research and like data and it's come from a lot of hard work from a lot of individuals at both of our land-grant institutions here in North Carolina and so yeah it's just being able to get out into the community and and make those relationships and um you know just be able to see the kind of the you know the improvements and just creating a better life for the individuals in our community and i remember there was there was a, a quote that one of my professors told us um when we were going out into extension is no matter how long you're in it or how long you're in a community when you walk away you want to leave it better than what you found it and so that's something that i strive to, strive to live by every day in this position is you know no matter where i end up you know even if this wasn't my home this community i want to leave it better than what i found it so um all in all extension is an opportunity for individuals who have a passion for agriculture to take that research-based knowledge and take it out into the community to help others to improve their lives 
and to make it easier. You know, we want to we want to make things easier. We want to take that legwork out um, and the questioning out for, you know, producers, consumers, whoever it is within the community. So the the disconnect yeah. of the general public, not everyone, of course, but the general public and their answers to that question mm -hmm. of where does your food come from yeah. is startling. Yeah. It's and did you actually oh. know that there was a statistic that came out? Um, it's been several years ago that there is a portion, and I, I can't remember the numbers now, and I don't want to tell you wrong, but there's a pretty large portion of American adults that believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Mm -hmm. And that was also really, like, eye-opening and startling for me. And so that was just another, you know, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah. That I, I feel like I remember being told that as a kid. Yeah. Um, and But at some point I realized that, oh, they were just saying that jokingly. But right. there are some people that take that as gospel and run with it. And yeah. then they share it with the next generation and the neighbors and whoever. And, the, and it goes exactly. on and on and on. And they're like, oh, brown milk comes from brown cows. Yeah. Mm -mm, nope. They push out white milk just like all the others. <laughs> yeah. If, you know, if you're not an ag kid and or somebody who's really grown up in that and, you know, you hear it from, you know, hearsay or an adult, you know, there are, there are young individuals that may, you know, take that seriously. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the cool part of the job is, is being able to just to teach people where their food comes from, where they can find it. Yeah. You know, I, how they can, how they can get their hands on it. And, um, yeah, like I said, that's a large portion of, of my position um, is to help those individuals. Um, the goal is for for all individuals of Randolph County, no matter what, to have access to fresh, healthy produce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know I, for one, have been married to my farmer for mm -hmm. 18 years. Been We've been together for 20. And the amount of education yeah. I have gotten for, as a little <laughs> non-farm kid yeah. and Sophia, mm -hmm. um, you know, knew more about probably knew more about race cars than I, than yeah. I did, uh, where my food came from. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been mind blowing, but until you're kind of sat in the middle mm -hmm. of that life, yeah. you know, what you, there's no motivation really right. to learn it. So you've got to, you know, that's where 4-H comes in and, and getting into our schools and mm -hmm. trying to catch that, that mentality early yeah. and teaching that, yes, you do walk into food line or you can walk into food line and get whatever or Lowe's foods, whatever grocery store you like to frequent, it is there, mm -hmm. but it didn't just magically appear. Right. You know, that there were farmers who put in blood, sweat, tears, money, just all the time away from their families yeah. to make that happen for us. Yeah. Literally put their lives on the line to provide for our daily needs. Yes. And we appreciate them very much. I'm not just saying it because I'm married to one. Yeah. I do have a great no. appreciation for what it takes mm -hmm. to make sure that this world, this nation is fed and healthy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, yeah. And growing up as kind of a, a farm kid, kid in agriculture, I really didn't, you know, think about it until those instances happened. And I was like, wow, they're, this actually, 
the the gap between farm to table you know farm to table we hear that a lot now which is yeah. cool like i i hear it more and more you know just in random places that you really wouldn't right. expect it um so that's neat the the local food scene uh is really up and coming but you know there there is that gap um between producers and consumers or farm to table however you want to say it and you know that's that's definitely um it can be challenging for sure um but it is that opportunity for education and getting out there and just talking to people yes you are doing very valuable work my friend <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you yeah it's it's um it's it's good to be here yeah. i'm excited all right so if someone wants to contact you miss sophie mm -hmm. uh will you share your email address with us yeah sure so um my email is sophie my first name s-o-p-h-i-e underscore farlow my last name f-a-r-l-o-w at ncsu.edu or i have a smaller one uh, it's just my first initial s and then e as an elephant and then farlow my last name at ncsu.edu you can also find all my contact information uh, on our website as well uh, or my phone number which is area code 336-318-6006 yes thank you yeah and if you need to reach our website if you've never visited it before um the web address is randolph dot ces dot ncsu dot edu or you can give us a call at 336-318-6000 or stop by and see us we'd love to see you we're at 1003 south Fayetteville street in ashboro we're in the hillside shopping center yeah. snuggled between papa john's and nautilus gym so you can choose yeah you can choose to eat the pizza or work it off or both yeah you know or do a little bit of thrifting too yeah can't forget the consigns and fines they're yeah. up here with us and get your nails done there's a nice um very small family owned um oh what kind of food do they serve around the corner there uh it's not chinese oh i can't think of it i do apologize to those restaurant owners because I cannot think of it um but we do have some hair salons here there's mm -hmm. one around the corner a bail bondsman wow you could spend <laughs> I mean, a whole day here you literally could but hopefully you will not need the bail bondsman yeah we, no, please no, don't none of that yeah but um, other than that we would love to see you yeah we'd love to see you and you know please feel free to reach out if you know you're just a consumer within the county or you're a producer I would love to meet you um trying to get out and, and just meet as many people as possible just to kind of create those relationships first off so please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or you know if you just want to have a conversation my email and my phone is always open and we can set up a time to meet um yeah it'd be great well sophie i thank you very much for joining me today it Hopefully it wasn't awkward. No, it was good. All right, yeah. awesome. Um, there again, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate the work that you're doing for us here in the office. Absolutely. And that is a wrap on today's episode. And we hope that you will tune in next week for a, another coworker 
another vision, another subject um, until we just bleed them dry. <laughs> We're just going to keep talking. That's right. Yeah, but we appreciate you listening, and we hope that you'll join us again next week. Thank you.